Section 59 of 1,000 Things Worth Knowing. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Eva Stays. 1,000 Things Worth Knowing by Nathaniel C. Fowler, Jr. Chapter 59. What to Do in Emergencies. Many books and pamphlets have been written advising the layman what to do in case of emergency and in the absence of a physician or surgeon. Much of the information presented is altogether too technical and is not likely to be understood by the public at large. The author has attempted to cover, in a few pages, the fundamentals of first aid to the injured and has carefully avoided technical and medicinal terms. No amount of information, no matter how carefully or plainly written, can take the place of the physician or surgeon self-doctoring and dosing, is or should be considered a crime, and no one is justified in attempting to relieve any one suffering from accident or any other ailment if it is of possible seriousness unless a good physician or surgeon cannot be procured. First and always keep your head, and keep cool. Don't get excited. Work rapidly but deliberately. If the injury or trouble is at all serious, summon a surgeon or physician immediately. If you are alone with the sufferer, it may not be safe for you to leave him, but unless he is in immediate danger, it is better to call a competent physician, even though you have to be absent yourself from him for a few moments. If the accident occurs in a crowd, solicit someone who looks trustworthy and request him to telephone or otherwise communicate with the doctor. If you know the cause of the accident or trouble, inform the physician in advance so he may be better prepared to meet it and bring with him instruments and remedies. The patient or sufferer should be placed in a comfortable position, a doctor or surgeon summoned, and in the interval the layman may follow the instructions presented here. If he does so, no harm will be done, and in many cases suffering will be relieved and death or serious illness prevented. But the author again, and most emphatically, urges the layman to send for a physician or surgeon, and to follow the instructions or information given in this chapter only as preliminary to the arrival of the doctor or surgeon, unless the injury be of slight consequence. If possible, remove the patient to a quiet place where there is plenty of air and where the temperature is normal. If there are many people about, request them to keep away. Place the injured person in a comfortable position, usually upon his back, and straighten out his legs and arms. If the head is injured, better lift it above the level of the body, but if it is not, allow the body to lie on a level. If the patient is breathing hard, it may be well to lift him into sitting position. Loosen his collar, waistband, and clothing. If he faints, his head should be slightly lower than his feet. If an arm or leg is injured, lift it slightly and place it upon a cushion, pillow, or other support. If the one injured is unconscious, watch him very carefully. If he is vomiting or that tendency is apparent, turn him over on one side so that the discharge will run out easily and not go into the lungs. If he is wounded, cut away the clothing covering the wound, but don't remove any more than is necessary. If he has been burned, pour lukewarm water containing a little saleratus or bicarbonate of soda over the clothing before you remove it. If he is bleeding severely, stop the bleeding before dressing the wound. After the wound is dressed, there is nothing for the novice to do except bring the patient to consciousness, if unconscious, and remove him to a place of safety and comfort. If the accident or injury be serious or the patient is unconscious, it is well to request more than one bystander to summon a physician, because the first one sent may fail, or the physician he telephones to or calls upon may be unavailable. Use the telephone if there is one at hand or nearby, and tell the physician what you think is the matter with the sufferer, or what caused the accident, that he may be better prepared to bring with him the instruments necessary. If you are alone with the patient and cannot notify a physician or a surgeon without leaving the patient, you must use your best judgment. 
but you should make every possible effort to reach a physician at the earliest possible moment. Remain with the patient long enough to place him in a comfortable position and to stop the flow of blood if bleeding. Then make all haste to notify a physician or surgeon. The author acknowledged his indebtedness to Johnson's first aid manual, published by Johnson & Johnson of New Brunswick, New Jersey, and to J.W. Seaver, M.D. of New Haven, Connecticut, and recently of Yale University. End of section 59